not an expert. I've never published a book or taught a class. I've never even put anything in a quilt show. But I love quilting, and I love talking about quilting. If hearing about someone else's goofs and mess-ups makes you feel better about yours, then I've done my job. Join me as we talk about quilting for the rest of us. Welcome to Quilting for the Rest of Us. Hi, I'm Sandy, and I'm a quilter. I think this is when you're all supposed to repeat back to me in unison, Hi, Sandy. If you count from the date that I first cut into fabric to make my very first wall hanging, until now, I've been quilting for a long time. But if you hack out all those months that went by that I never touched anything even remotely quilty, then my quilt life gets a whole lot shorter. I had a lot of years go by where I didn't do much at all because, as we all know, life happens. But the last few years have been much more consistent, and I've been able to embrace my inner quilter more fully. Let me introduce you to my inner quilter. She likes to play. She likes to try new things. She does her best to live in a state of forgiveness and grace because she makes a whole lot of mistakes and would prefer not to get bogged down in them, but rather learn from them what she can, even if it's, well, I guess I'll never try that again, and move on. For this first episode, I'd like to share with you something that might give you a peek into my quilting style. My mom taught me how to quilt. She'd made all of us kids a lot of quilts when we were growing up, but things changed somehow when I became an adult. I think I was in my late 20s, and after the fourth or fifth time I'd pointed to a quilt in one of her magazines and said, Hey, Mom, can you make that one for me? And she'd responded with a raised eyebrow, You know, you can learn how to do this yourself. That I finally gave in and decided to try. I knew I probably had it in me somewhere. My favorite method of relaxing when I was in college was coloring books. Not just any coloring books, but the really cool geometric design ones. So I figured maybe I had a shot at this whole quilting thing. The first attempt didn't stick. I had a great time choosing a pattern and picking out fabrics, very similar to those geometric design coloring books. But I had a whole lot less fun at the sewing machine. I did get my small wall hanging pieced, but then I stalled. Mom finally finished it for me after it sat in her basement quilt studio for a few years. I think she just wanted to get it out of her hair. Years later, I went back to her for another lesson, and this time it took. I'm in it now, up to my neck. Although all of my sibs are engaged in some sort of creative artistic endeavor or another, I'm the only one that became a quilter. So when Mom passed away last spring, I inherited part of her stash, a few of her gadgets, rulers, and books, one of her sewing machines, and all of her UFOs. I wrote a piece for her memorial service that I had my BQF BFF, best quilting friend, best friend Kate Reed, that not only sums up how I feel about my mom, but it also sums up my approach to quilting, since I inherited that approach from mom as well. One quick background note, mom was part of a group that ran a quilt conference for several years. That will explain one or two of the comments that you're about to hear. What I learned about life, I learned from my mom, especially when she taught me how to quilt. Mom taught me that while having perfectly matching points is a nice thing, it's better to know when good enough is good enough. Mom taught me that sometimes a little tough love is needed, that something that won't cooperate often just needs a bunch of pins, a really hot steam iron, and a stack of heavy books. Mom also taught me that, like in quilting where colored markers can be my best friend, it is indeed often possible to cover up mistakes so no one is ever the wiser. Mom taught me to see the possibilities in everyone and everything, that even the most difficult fabric can be a thing of beauty when it's given the right opportunity. 
Mom taught me that, while following the pattern and following the rules can be helpful when it suits my purpose, I should feel free to put my own unique spin on it, tweak the pattern to my own ends, throw out the rules if necessary, and sometimes just make it up as I go along. Mom taught me that not knowing how something would turn out should never stop me from starting it anyway. Mom taught me that I can always learn something from other quilters, even if it's just a little thing. So she taught me to enjoy meeting new people and to be insatiably curious, to always keep my ears, eyes, and mind open. On the other hand, Mom taught me that the most beautiful quilts are the well-used ones, that while meeting new people is good, making them a part of my life is better, that lifelong friendships have a depth and breadth that can't be matched. Mom taught me that eclectic is good, Fabric, techniques, and styles can come from all over the world and should all be part of my repertoire. Mom taught me about the importance of hospitality, from making teachers and participants at quilt conferences feel welcome and appreciated, to making anyone who came by the house, unexpected or expected, feel immediately at home. Plus, Mom taught me that one must always have a boatload of Christmas and Easter decorations. Mom taught me to see the whole as the sum of the parts— that random bits and pieces can be pulled together into a cohesive unit and achieve a single goal. Scrap quilts and committees share a whole lot in common. Mom taught me, much to my husband's chagrin, that you can never have too much fabric or too many books. The girl with the most gadgets wins. Finally, Mom taught me that while striving for show-worthy perfection is admirable, what's more important is surrounding the people I care for with beauty, warmth, comfort when they're sick, and love that they can wrap themselves up in. So there you have it. That's why I decided to name this podcast Quilting for the Rest of Us. If you're hoping to get instructions here about how to have the perfect quarter-inch seam or having perfect points on your applique corners, you're probably not going to find it. We'll see. I will share any tips I pick up as I go along. If you're hoping to find a quilting buddy to commiserate with, that's me. Like all of us, I want to do well. Like most of us, I imagine, I don't always do as well as I could. But as my parents always said as I was growing up, well, honey, at least it was a learning experience. Well, they said that, and don't worry, sweetheart, it's just hormones. Either one might certainly be applicable now. I'm going to try to post episodes regularly, but admittedly, I haven't decided yet how I'm defining the word regularly, so bear with me while I get into a groove. I'm about to take a quilt class this weekend on free motion quilting, so I imagine that might be what my next podcast episode is about. We'll see. Thanks for giving my podcast a shot and listening to this first episode. Now, until next time, if you decide to join me for next time, go forth and quilt. Quilting for the Rest of Us is dedicated to Shirley. Love you, Mom.